Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 421. This is a special episode. We're going to be talking about Batman and Harley Quinn. That is what it was called, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for some reason, I keep thinking it's Batman versus Harley Quinn. I made this that mistake on our message board the other day. Oh, gosh. Um, our, our, our Facebook group. So, it's a, uh, it's a Saturday afternoon here. Uh, if you listen carefully, if we don't edit it out somehow... With the noise reduction, you may hear some some distant uh, mowings of grasses. And um, we're going to get super spoilery on this uh, Batman and Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... I'll try. Because there was there were some things I liked, but I don't think we're going to be super positive about this thing. No. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance to anyone who <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe found this this uh, particular episode because they were excited about the movie and wanted to hear somebody review it. Um, Mm -hmm. I am not going to have a lot of kind words for it. Um, While we're getting super spoilery on it, let me just also say there's not a whole lot of anything to spoil. There's nothing to this thing, really. It's uh, about an hour and 14 minutes. If you skip through the credits, you'll add to watch the, the after credit scenes. You'll, uh, you get through it a little quicker than that, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's about an hour. Uh, it was about two minutes worth of credit. So we got an hour and 12 worth of, cr- of stuff. If you. Mm-hmm. And um, I also want to point out for new listeners, Batman, the animated series might be our favorite. Uh, anything of, of, <laughs> of the, anything of, of the DC, uh, DC properties. So, uh, when this came around with Kevin Conroy and Lauren Lester, and we were like, oh, they're going to do something else back in that universe, we were really excited. Yeah. We were all on board. You can go back to the announcements. We were, we were pretty excited all the way leading up to the like the first trailer, and then we were like, that doesn't look good. Uh, but still, the still first trailer was a little, a little like, yeah, I mean, I, I, could, see, I could see how this is going to be. The first trailer... Um, didn't disappoint me outright, but it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in retrospect, I was more hopeful than I, I should have been. All right, so I guess we should say up front uh, as well. I mean, we're you know right into recording this thing, so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, mid front, whatever it is. Mid front, um, back front, hind front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think this this plot is as bad as Batman and Robin, or uh, even as bad as The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I, I, the plot isn't my main point of contention. Right. What is? What is? I mean, there were definitely some plot weaknesses. 
Uh, you want to you want to do it by by uh, by device? Should we do this like it's an English paper? You want to do plot and then tone and all that stuff? We... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, we can start with plot. The plot, uh, the first half of the movie works okay, but it seems mm-hmm. like there's way too much of. Uh, it seems like the when they're breaking the story, they use the phrase, and then someone cries, and it changes things too many times. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like Harley cries and changes Batman's mind. Um, yeah. And then, and then there's the the nuclear option. She cries, and Poison Ivy changes her mind, which mm-hmm. would make a lot more sense if um, I'm willing to accept that's part of their relationship. But you didn't like you didn't load it up. You gotta, I mean, you've you've got to like foreshadow that somewhere in the movie that, that there's that, just drop a line somewhere that she can't stand to see Pamela cry, or can't stand to see Harley cry. It's still stupid. It's still ridiculous. It's still so stupid. And. Um, what is what does Harley say after Swamp Thing uh, unceremoniously leaves, having affected uh, nothing, freaking nothing? No, it's like that was a uh, big ass bag of nothing or something like that. At least they hung a lantern on it. But why are you doing yeah. that scene if you're not? Why are you doing this absolutely strangely animated scene where he looks like the freaking chlorophyll messiah, and everyone in the <laughs> everyone in the scene is so excited about him being there, and then it's just it just the wind drops out of it. The, the 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 it's nothing. It's Honestly, nothing. I loved that. I thought that was really funny. That was like, really funny, but in a way where I like I'm laughing at the movie, and I'm not sure that I'm I'm supposed to be. I, there were a couple no, moments in no, this film no. where I was laughing, and I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be. Um, no, the swamp thing like that that felt so tongue in cheek. I like I felt like that was definitely worth. Uh, it was definitely meant to be laughed at, but because it's so majestic, there's so much grandeur to it. And, and even Batman then, smiling, going, "Yes, it's him," you know. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, "Who am I to judge these things?" I go back to the trees to find the deep hidden mysteries. Blah blah blah. <laughs> that that shit made me laugh really I, hard. I mean, it, it did. actually the the one you know one of the one the, the one line that made me laugh hardest in this movie, and I hope I'm supposed to be like, la- I hope it was a beat. I really do. Uh huh. That's no ordinary leafy mouse. <laughs> I don't think that one was meant to. His speeches <laughs> were freaking hilarious. They were. And I, I got... Uh, I, I hope I was supposed to think they were hilarious, but they were funny. And yeah. just uh, just god-awful. Mm-hmm. So perfect, if that's what you were going for. But um, I'm not um, sure. You know, I, w- one thing I was less disturbed by than I thought I would be was the Harley and uh, Nightwing get-down session. That's actually all right. So that's my main um, point of contention with the movie. Is it not that scene? It's the overwhelming theme that Bruce Tim wanted to take the uh, BTAS universe, which works just fine as is, mm-hmm. and make absolutely sure with a with a nearly you know maximum of five minutes between reminders that we know uh-huh. that these characters plow right and have bowel movements and curse. Yes. And curse. They just... I normally wouldn't care, but they just throw it in so many weird places. I, I mean, the... I, I'll give them this. The phrase, I'm working pro boner, was funny. That was funny. It was funny. Yeah. But it was... It was, st- I, was I was in the aftermath of me going like, come on, Bruce. Do you not... Why do you have to have these characters... Like, I defended you for the killing joke. I was giving you one. And then you come <laughs> back and you do this to me. Mm-hmm. Or like, in the first ten minutes, you have weird BDSM-ish sex... That's... BDSM sex is weird, but it's weird for this universe. Any of it is. It's just, it, yeah. No, man. I, I was, I, I was just already kind of rolling my eyes. At like, really, this is how you advance the plot. You have to, you have to have Harley stripped down for the first few minutes. Like, what? 
It's just like he's getting WB to fund his hentai at this point. Yeah, well, it's not quite there yet. It's not quite, um, but I think he's trying to, like, you know, just the tip. He's, that's what he's pulling yeah. on WB right now. It's just the tip. This is the uncanny the uncanny valley of uh, of hentai for Bruce Tim. That's uh, about and, right. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> I, I remember, like... I, it's just I, it's so freaking unnecessary. I hate to sound like, like one of those guys, but it's so unnecessary to sexualize these characters. You had a movie that said Batman and Harley Quinn in the title, and you still managed to make that weird and terrible? Oh, you know, it's. I think it's completely necessary to sexualize the, these characters. They did it in the animated series, but they did it a lot more tastefully. They mainly did it because they had censors. With, with, with just, uh, you know, um, I mean, yeah, the, actually, in that sense, though, the censors worked in, in, in our favor. Because yeah. I cannot imagine what I would have been subjected to as a child watching this every afternoon without flaw, like racing home from work, uh, from school, that's, you know. You get used to saying I mean, work now. But racing home from school, yeah. if the censors hadn't been there, I have no idea what Bruce Tim would have subjected me to in retrospect. Yeah. I mean, you had, like, the in the animated series, you had the line that you could tread carefully. Like, uh, you know, uh, what was the line? Uh, where's the Joker making ha-ha with Harley Quinn? Yeah. Or don't, don't um, you want to take your Harley out for a spin? Okay. Funny. I get it. I understand. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm, I'm watching these the as, like, a 10-year-old where I have a vague grasp of, of how this works. No, I mean, I didn't, I was much more afraid based on some reviews I'd kind of halfway seen and, uh, you know, that they were actively going to do this like big sex scene with, with Nightwing and Harley. And they didn't really do that. They, uh, no, they had her bending over in her underwear in their closet and then hinted strongly that Nightwing had a boner, Yeah, which was weird. It was it was just a strange like that's not what I came here kind of thing. Uh, it was that that's what it amounted to. It was a bunch of eye rolls for me. And the one that really put a nail in it was the uh, unnecessary karaoke scene. It Which was, one? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, the extended scene <laughs> where I, f- I forget whose henchmen they are. Um, All of them. I know, but the twins singing. Oh, um, two faces. Is, Is it two uh, faces? Min and Max, maybe. I think that's uh, their name. I don't know. It's been been too long on that one, man. Um, but Scott of Squadcast, we call upon you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tweet us into correctness. Um, yeah, man. He, did you, you did catch the visual blowjob joke in there, right? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm I'm not sure I did. Uh, there's a there's a point where uh, it's in the song that you get down on your knees, and then I don't know what to do with your love, and then he's if you look at it again, the the guy's like throwing his hands up. And then he, the other guy has the mic. It's just at cock level. Wow. It is so obviously, if it, like if someone didn't catch this, then there was someone else that did and laughed their ass off and thought, I wonder if it'll get through. Uh-huh. Which I think is what this movie is. Maybe it's out just the whole joke. thing, I wonder if it'll get through. But it kind of it, it annoyed the crap of me. And where, uh, where I really had to like, I, I literally, after the scene, I had to pause it and go take a nap. This all happened this morning. I watched this movie this morning. Mm. Um. I watched and, it last night. Yeah, I started to last night, and then I started The Defenders, and, uh, God, that's like oh, heroin. Oh, gosh. Um, so I, I, had to, I, I had to pause after the scene and take a nap and, try, and come back and try again. After, after the, 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 the farting in the Batmobile scene. That was the one I, I knew you'd hate. I, I just kind of went, sure. oh, God. Of all the possibilities in the, the rich Gotham canon... Oh, how I had waited so long for someone to explore passing gas in the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. We've never tackled that subject. 
Yeah, I was annoyed that it existed, and I hated Batman's line, smells like justice. No, discipline. It was discipline. Or discipline, whatever yeah. it was. Sorry, yeah, it was discipline. It was bad. That's it was bad. bad. Batman had exactly one Batman-y moment in this entire film to me. It's when all the henchmen gang up on him, and he throws his belt on the ground and drinks the glass of milk and says, you know, let's go. Oh, that was awful. That was... That was the closest was, he, no. he... That was the only moment he felt like Batman. The rest of the time, he's getting his butt kicked. Even in the even in the opening credits for the for the movie, it's Harley running around smacking him on the head with a hammer, and I kind of thought, "Oh, this doesn't bode well." Mm-hmm. And it's it's so goofy, and you could tell they were pulling from '66, and I get that, but it's like they took the world of '66 that works so well, and the world of BTS mm-hmm. that works so well, and made some sort of Cronenbergian fly bastard child that just just kill me. You know, that's where this movie ends up to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I hated the. Uh... I hated the 60s, like, Catwoman thugs doing the Batman 66 Bat-Tootsie dance. And look, here's another thing. As far as animation goes, if you're going to have an extended karaoke scene, put your money in it. Don't just animate your main characters and have everyone else do two movements. It's weird and distracting and almost insulting. And if you're going to have your other characters do two movements, don't make them characters we recognize from the animated series that distract the hell out of us. Yeah. It was like good to Randy see that Dwayne. clown guy, though. Captain Clown? Captain Clown, that's his name. I mean, it it just it shocked me because, I mean, did they rebuild him? I don't remember him boating, uh, or him, him doing well, I mean, after uh, that episode ended, no. Yeah, I mean, one of the most memorable Joker lines of the entire series. You killed Captain Clown! Mm-hmm. Um, Randa Dwayne, also a robot from Heart of Steel, should be dead. Right. Um, I mean... I, there's no way that that, even though we we see him, we see him there, but Roland Daggett's little right-hand man that like has to wipe everything down before he touches it because of his germ thing, mm-hmm. he's in there. There's no way he would be in a nightclub like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, and, and I then, saw Red Claw, I that, saw a bunch of people. What was his name? Schlubby? Shubby? Shrubby? Shrubby? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Ivy's uh, part-time guy. Mm-hmm. That's his big thing, is he wants to see Harley do a punk rock cover. Yeah. That, for him to give up Pamela, his employers, that's what he's willing to leverage. I've Uh, always wanted to see you sing this song in karaoke. You know, it... (sighs) Wait, wait, and wait for it. Complete with the weird stripper uh, boob... uh, I don't even know what to call that. Boob, uh, boob, jostling, jostling. I don't know what that is. A boob shake? A tit shake? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that got written in. And animated and approved. And by the way, animated poorly because this movie is not. It does not look well. It doesn't look good uh, by any stretch. It's there are a couple of shots here and there that look really fantastic, and the rest of it looks like utter garbage. Yeah, I, I, actually, well, what kept striking me was um, the movie. Like sometimes the pacing made you wonder if your computer had frozen. Mm-hmm. Because I was watching this digitally, obviously. Um. It, it sometimes like it, especially during the dialogue it, it made you wonder like is is everything okay what what's going on and it what would what cracked me up was the action looked actually pretty good i mean for mm-hmm. animated action it was actually pretty well done um that you know you got camera movements involved uh, i even liked that little slow-mo thing with uh, pam and harley punching each other like it, it that part great <laughs> everything else I'm like and i kept thinking like how are you getting action right and you can't make two people like gesticulate while they're talking because they phoned it in on those scenes because they're cheaper. I mean, I know, I know, I know. It was bad. There was one scene where Nightwing and uh, Harley were were talking. And I specifically, I I will promise you, 
that they animated it, and he said, no, that beat should last longer. And he just, like, just paused it and replicated that shot. Mm-hmm. It's, some, it's where she's glaring at him, and it just goes on for, like, a second and a half that feels like four minutes. Yeah. It was bad. And then I'm just, I'm tapping my fingers right now, and uh, just out of habit, and remembering how much I hated Batman tapping his fingers to the rock song. I was actually okay with that one. The The only part of the, the comedy with Batman that I really liked, because it felt Batman-y, like, it felt like BTS. I mean, it's an okay bit, but that's still, like, the way Nightwing reacts is very awkward. It's weird. Um... Just they don't they don't they didn't animate their jokes very well. It was really weird, man. No. Um, but the one I'll, bit that made me laugh was when he's when Harley's trying to talk and he just gives her the the finger over and over again. That actually got me. I think that was the one time where I was supposed to laugh and I laughed. Oh yeah, I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> the time they finally had the timing right on it to me. I um I laughed at the booster scene. The entire booster <laughs> scene was funny to me. <laughs> See, even that, I'll, I'll give it that, but it, it's it's well within the realm of, like, Dick Grayson to be, like, making off jerking off moments, movements, like, as the guy's coming mm-hmm. across. Yeah. That makes total um, sense to me. He's a mouthy little a little punk. I mean, it, that makes sense, but no. And that's one of the things I enjoyed about the movie was uh, it did feel like Batman and Robin, again, the, that, that element, like, the way they work together, like, Kevin Conroy and Lauren Lester and their Batman and Robin, that's what it felt like. Yeah, and um, not the kind of middle breaking out years where Nightwing resents him. Yeah, because I mean that's fine for a narc, but it's kind of no, a it's a great arc, to, and I think it should definitely be there. On. But it's kind of nice when it's on when you're on the other side and they're comrades again. You know? Yeah. Um, enjoyed the joke about his mullet. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't bad. Um, now uh, I I think everybody pretty much knows where we where we've wound up on uh, this movie uh, as far as how good it is, but. The big question is, do you consider it canon? No. Yeah, I don't either. No, no way. I consider it a parody of the canon. Yeah, it, well, it, exactly that. Um, if there was any question about whether it should be canon, the the finale, uh, like the, the big wrap-up of the movie, is, is her mentioning that, well, he's all leafy. Does anyone have a match? Uh-huh. Man, come on. You can't light leaves on fire that are green. Yeah. They have to be dead. It's the same guy who who just, like an hour before... Was talking to uh, uh, Steel. Um, I forget what his first moniker is, but uh, uh, talking to the guy at um, was it Argus? Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's he's explaining how this is a different phylum from any other plant, and blah 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 blah. And then later, he he gets so excited about the idea of striking a match and just lighting this green guy on fire, as though that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that by the way. And then they both like, kiss Harley. Uh, yeah, that was oh, weird. That was rough. When he's telling Steel, he he's like, "My guy, you're not gonna find anything. My guys have already been over this." And he like looks around, and he finds something or whatever, like really quickly the the, the leaf. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, "Oh God, I can't remember it now." Well, at first he says like, "No offense, but your guys aren't me" or something like that. Yeah, and then which was he makes pretty another Batman. crack about that was pretty. He has Batman. another he has another crack about how they're not very good, and um. And then Steel's like, well, we got the best, like, we'll bring our search team on it. They're the best, that- well, they're pretty good. Yeah, I did like that. I did like that. Like, every once in a while, it was like, oh, there's Conroy's Batman, and then it would go away. Mm-hmm. It would well, go and away so quickly. It, within that scene, it's also backed by John DiMaggio. Uh-huh. So, I, it, look, that man knows funny. Even yeah. even if he's the straight guy, that, that guy knows funny. What Ilsa does for me in my own time is considered therapy. In some countries? In some countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That was another moment where I was like, are we seriously? Is did, we, did, did Batman just use BDSM uh, hobby as blackmail to, oh, okay. Did he say BDSM? No, he implied tied up and uh, oh. and uh, questionable nocturnal activities and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we're just going to do this whole, these cartoons have sex thing, like a lot, aren't we? Yeah. And then uh, not, too, not too long after, like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to bone. They're, oh, we're talking about an actual boner now. Okay, okay. Yeah, which they did. They did on the animated series. I mean... I'm aware that they they did. But I'm pretty was, sure it was just so I'm much more sure. tasteful. I, I did not need the frat boy rendition of it. I did. I did enjoy Harley's accusation that Nightwing Captain Kirkter for information. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Actually, the uh, the the best thing Harley did. And uh, by the way, I want to give the actress a little credit. That was um, not bad for not being Sorkin. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm a Sorkin guy. And then yeah, also you know, a, a Terra Strong guy. Yeah. So, you know. It's going to be what it is. But, um, yeah. I, you know, I, not, not bad, though. Really not bad. It didn't, it didn't at all, uh, I, I didn't spend the whole time thinking, like, oh, that's not what it's, she's supposed to sound like. It actually got I, damn close, I thought. Well, she, I think part of that for me was I'd already heard the trailers a couple of times. Uh-huh. So I was used to it a little more. Like, it didn't, like, shock me into it. Like, if I just watched this without ever having ever watched a trailer, um, I would have been like, dude, that's not Harley. Oh, uh, especially because the first time you hear her voice, she's in the diner. Uh-huh. And it really doesn't sound like Harley. That's that's the least Harley line in the entire movie is that opening scene where you first first hear the her version of this voice. Mm-hmm. And it threw me, and I, I knew I'd already heard the trailer. Where I, I thought, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd heard the trailer and thought, that's, that's pretty good. Okay, good. And heard that and thought, oh, I wonder if they just used that one line in the trailer that worked. And kind of got yeah. to the rest of it, and it was uh, she did she did a she did a pretty good job, but I really actually did like her speech where she, um, uh, you know, she kind of sidelines uh, uh, Batman and Nightwing for just a second and goes up to Pam and gives this like lung depleting speech about please give up your your plan blah 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 blah. blah. Uh huh. That was actually good. Yeah, you know, and I'll, I'll say this: I liked Paget Brewster coming in. For Ivy here, I did. It only the only thing that annoyed me was I could not place her voice for a second, and and then mm-hmm. when I when I saw it, I um, I wanted to slap myself. Mm-hmm. But this movie invoked a lot of self like self harm instincts in me. Like I wanted to slap myself because I didn't realize it was Paget Brewster. I forgave myself when I immediately knew it was John DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after watching it, uh, and that was this morning. I finished around eleven thirty. We're recording at it's two forty three p.m. where we are right now. Um, I have been fighting the urge to get blackout drunk and forget that movie since I finished it. <laughs> so far, successfully. Yeah. But I'm really not making any more promises for the afternoon. I'm aggravated, though. I'm aggravated because um, I, I hated the I hated the plot. I hated the story. The theme. Uh, well, the themes were pretty much just non-existent. But the tone was stupid. The tone was just off. I guess the theme here is you can have sex with a cartoon. I, I don't know, but it, it's not worth delving into. Hold on, hold on. I gotta stop you and start over again real quick. I'm gonna write down the time, but I heard I'm aggravated with and nothing until just now. Oh. Okay. Um, the hell did I just say? Huh. I guess it wasn't very important because I don't remember what I, anything I just said. Yeah. Well, then I'll just, uh, I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, what else, what else do we have? I, I, uh, I did tell, uh, I told, I, 
was joking uh, before we started recording. It was oh. like, I, I think this was the worst movie I've ever seen, and then I downgraded that to it's maybe the worst Warner Brothers movie I've ever seen, then DC, then finally got to DC Animated. And I think I'm willing to rest there. Like, I know Superman Doomsday is kind of a shit story. I don't like Gotham, Batman Gotham Knights there are more some, than this. There are some, some low points in the animated canon, I, I know. But this one, I, it was... Superman I, Brainiac Attacks. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Um, I want to use the words actively unwatchable. Oh, I didn't find it to be actively unwatchable. I really wanted to walk away a few times and just never come back. I didn't think it was that bad. I did think it was that bad. <laughs> It's it's no Emerald Knights, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then you have the Mogus story, like you said. Like it's just I know there's something to be said about it. this one. Just I I, I I really saw it and thought, yeah, there's a couple of lines in here, there's a couple of scenes, but for the most part, oh my god, I don't want this to be part of this universe. And, I don't either. And I, and I really wanted. I was actually getting excited about like I know there are some prequels and there's some sequels to this movie. There's six and five, I think. Uh, I think oh. that's what we said. Um, so there's like six weeks of book of, or I don't know if they did it in weeks, but there's like six comics that came out to prequel it, and I think five that come out to, after it. Mm-hmm. Give or take, I'm close. But um, it, I, I was actually getting, I was hoping I'd watch this and be like, man, I've got to get down to my, my store and, and see if they've got all these, because I hadn't done yeah. it. I have no interest. Now yeah. I pray that we're wrong about this thing because there was just something in the sequels that was going to set us up, but I can't see how. Yeah. I would rather watch an actual episode of of Pamela's, uh, not Pamela, of like Harley's um, like wipeout slash therapy show yeah. than the, the thing I just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what really aggravated me, though, was that on top of everything else was we finally have Swamp Thing, the Floronic Man, ref- active references to the green... Um, Swamp Thing's tuber, his psychedelic tuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. We have all of that stuff, and they chose to put it in this. Yeah, I mean, you had the uh, how do I put it? The probably the the greatest forces, characters, uh, symbols, uh, plot devices of the kind of uh, eco warrior DC mainframe, and we just tanked it. Yeah, we just tanked it. So that didn't work. They didn't even come up with an original story, really, because it's a cross between, uh, and Bruce Tim admitted this in an interview, mm. it's a cross between, uh, or it's a combination of Harley's Holiday and uh, Harlequinade. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, she's out on parole, and then Batman needs her help. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why she doesn't know how to get into that Batmobile, because she's gotten into that Batmobile before. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with a concussion. I was aggravated that she didn't call uh, Nightwing Bird Boy. Yeah, although she did just have sex with him, so maybe anything ending with boy would be a little... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I... Even in their little sweet talk, she, she did that thing where like uh, she she was saying, like, maybe mom will give you a cookie or something like that, and I kind of cringed because uh-huh. I'm like, I, I, look, anyone listening, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but that one's a little weird for me. <laughs> no judgment, but that yeah. for me, it's I can't do that one. Yeah, and like, actually, when when Batman opens the door and they're tickling each other, I did laugh really hard. I was so confused. That's never happened. I've never, I've never had that happen. I, it's, You've I, never had Batman walk in on you while you were tickling. Not someone? the first time. No, not once. But no, I've never had like. <laughs> I, I don't think I can recall any postcoital tickling sessions in my lifetime. 
And uh, I don't think I think it was only in order of the in the movie that they were postcoitally tickling. Like I, it looked like uh, they boned, and then they probably got showers. And uh, I mean, she was in a completely different outfit. Yeah, uh, yeah, she had uh, she had chosen classic just, Carly, I suppose, after and going he, through her and wardrobe. Yeah, and Dick said, you know, I was just about to call you. Yeah, I think they were they were just like sitting down after having gotten ready about to call Batman and they started tickling each other, which I've totally done that. Not like, you know, just like just hanging out with a girl and then you start playfully tickling each other. I've done that before. Yeah, maybe back in my old single years, you know, back in college. It just seemed like a weird choice. It was a weird choice, but it's hilarious to see Batman react to that. I I mean, well, the funny part was, um, him looking down at like a a pair of i knew it i knew you would laugh at that (laughs) at the panties on the floor and all that oh no 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 i was thinking like when batman looks back at at dick and he just like hangs his head for a second oh no i didn't actually i didn't laugh sorry i I hate to disappoint you oh i didn't laugh i like got disappointed for uh for dick i was like part of me was like um it's the same instinct you've had with Nightwing for for a long time. Where like sometimes you, back when you were you know knee deep in it, like there was a time where you liked Nightwing more than Batman because you're like you don't need that guy, fuck him, you know. <laughs> I had that instinct yeah. when he hung his head. I was like, no, you just had sex. You are allowed to do that. Screw that guy. And then when he walked out and said, not like you've ever made out with supervillain, I was like, that's how you should respond at the first time. Yeah. You literally have a tiny evil child with a supervillain's daughter. Not in this canon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Pretty sure in this canon you flirted with Catwoman a few times, though. Yeah. But even in this universe, uh, or in the DCAU, we have we we have pretty close confirmation that Nightwing has boned Catwoman. More so than, than Batman. Well, that's going to cause some, some bro struggles later on, right? I mean, well, I mean, if the Batgirl situation didn't cause it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thankfully, that's a, a one-shot, but... um. Oh, or an else world or whatever. But um, there's a whole there's a whole lot of like subsequent BTAS stuff that I kind of go. Can that not be canon? Yeah, mystery of the Batwoman. That's the one everyone this. brings up first, and uh, and I think this is going to replace it for me. Now I, I that yeah. used to be like, well, is it all like is it all the stuff that has the the Bruce Tim look? Is that all? And I I would immediately I'd go like, well, okay, no. mystery of the Batwoman. Um, kind of like um and then like be him hawing for words like it's kind of yeah yeah but no you know well this isn't going to be new territory for anyone specifically i mean we've all you know seen brainiac attacks and went no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i, I don't know this is this is now dropped to it's at the top of my list now of like yeah you can watch it but it's totally not part of it yeah. this is the anti-mask of the phantasm is. <laughs> Bruce Tim thinks it's part of the canon. Bruce Tim is wrong and should not be allowed to make these movies for a second until he gets his stuff worked out. Yeah, he needs I think to see I'm a therapist. <laughs> it does seem like he's trying to work through I some I think he's trying to work issues. through some stuff and it's costing about uh, about a million dollars a pop to work through them. Yeah, it's he's got some real issues with like sexualizing cartoons man it's, i don't know I, I don't know what that is it, but it was it's so distracting and something i completely didn't need at all in Blatant. this movie I, I i just didn't need that well you know there's the you know there's the line where you're like yeah well you know hey don't this is this is okay because this is just cheesecake this is fun 
where you know this is humor, and I can understand that. But that, then, I mean, that wasn't even humor. That was two minutes of a weird, uh, not just an awkward seduction scene. Mm-hmm. Quite a, sort of a I reverse mean, seduction situation. I don't even know. And I knew it was going to happen when I saw how he was tied up. He did that. She she could have uh-huh. tied him up in several ways, but she tied him up like he was about to birth a child. And mm-hmm. I thought this is going to somehow get back to Nightwing's crotch. I'm going to put my money on it right now. This, uh, yeah, it's uh, this is something you might uh, stumble across on the internet somewhere on DeviantArt while you've tied a, uh, while you've written, typed in Batman. And then all of a sudden there are these fanfics or in, and whatnot floating yeah. around. You're like, oh, oh no, please. No. Yeah, I've gone too far. Oh. <laughs> um. I've wandered into the internet and I've seen the abyss. And you've sadly quoted Patrick Stewart at this point. I've seen everything. <laughs> I mean, everything. Now, this was a, uh, man, this was a train wreck. Sorry. That was, mm-hmm. um. This is pretty bad. There, uh, there was, it's, but, it, you know, kind of like a, you know. I, let's put it this way. If I say this is a train wreck, that means uh-huh. it's a disaster. That means mm-hmm. you were probably, f- like, flown through a cabin. It is not Aster. Yeah. It, yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. Um, it, that means you were, like, thrown through the middle of a cabin and and uh, probably, you know, hit your neck on the other side and died. Before that, I suppose you got to fly? So, in that mm-hmm. sense, this is a train wreck, and yes, there were a couple of decent moments, but, oh, Lord, I, I don't want to ever do that ever again. And I'm officially yeah. pitching my, uh, I'm pitching the campaign that Bruce Tim is not allowed to do these until he seeks help. I, um, yeah, I'm on board, man. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm on board your idea. I mean, it's sometimes called the Timverse, sometimes called the Deniverse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Deniverse until I see see some signs that uh, Bruce Tim is talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand subtlety, that guy. Not huge on it. Not huge on it. But yeah, um. I don't know. This was a this was a weird tryst, guys, and uh, I got I don't think I got anything else on it. No. I, no, no, I'm 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 done with it. I think I'm gonna go do that thing I was resisting doing. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, here's the better animated features in the future. At the very and, least, I'm gonna uh, throw on the defenders and and just clean my palette a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a minute on the defenders, but uh, I'm knee deep in some who. Mm. That's worth it. That I've had to catch up on, so... That's worth it. We are DC On Screen. We appreciate you listening to us not like this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you caught this movie and you disagree with us, and for some reason you think you're, you can change our minds, or you just want to talk to us about it, that's, that's awesome. You can hit us up uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, DC On Screen. Or you can call us, 205-259-6331. And uh, leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. And that's about it. I don't know. I, I wish I had something better to... It was cool seeing the old Batmobile again. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Alright, guys. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. 
uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.